0: That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.
1: Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's Pee Wee Championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.
2: Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to 5 shades whiter on average, all within 7 days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com/iheart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling.
3: It's the Richard Sherman Podcast, presented by FanDuel. Football season is in full gear, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, and easy to use. When you win, you'll get paid fast. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. Combine multiple bets from the same game in a same game parlay and try out Same Game Parlay Plus. So use promo code RS and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more this football season. 21 and up in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bet. That expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
2: The Volume.
4: Welcome back to the Richard Sherman Podcast. It's a rough week for a lot of teams, but some teams found some hope. Mitchell?
3: Yeah, I mean, we started early, Rich, with uh, two of your former teams, Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Seattle Seahawks. Red hot Seattle Seahawks in Germany, a unique setting. Um, The Seahawks were cold, ice cold to start this game. I mean, your thoughts, your takeaways from this game, obviously big, big win for the Bucs. But what are your thoughts after this, this game, Rich?
4: Well, just a slow start for the Seahawks. You know they got they can't start slow like that. International games are always tough. You know the time difference and all that. Gino still played solid. Um, there wasn't much on the ground game. You you don't don't expect much against the Tampa Bay. And Tariq had another interception on a, on a weird play covering Brady. I mean I don't understand what they were thinking there. But um, it's a great win for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I told people you can't let Brady stick around. You know in that division it's still up in the air and and he's gonna find a way now. Well, it certainly
3: seems like he's going to find a way. That division's a cakewalk for Tampa Bay going forward if Atlanta and the Panthers and the Saints are playing the way they are. Uh, but like you said, Rich, I mean this this Seahawks team kind of went away from their ground and pound identity. Kenneth Walker the third really held that bay all game, only ten carries for seventeen yards. Uh, what do they have to do to bounce back and get right? Because obviously this is a little bit of wake up call going into the bye week.
4: Well, they're going to have to run the ball, you know, and that's 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 the thing they they. They executed in the past games. They got to be able to run the ball. And I don't think you're going to play against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers front every week. You know, Vita Vea isn't moving for anybody, but uh, I think they'll be fine.
3: Well, Rich, we saw one of the most insane games of the year, maybe the last decade, frankly, uh, in, in Buffalo. Um, a a face off of two Richard Sherman power ranked top five teams and the Minnesota Vikings and the Buffalo Bills. And the Bills just let this one get away with huge mistakes down the stretch. I mean, your thoughts on this game, Rich. Uh, Certainly there were some iconic plays made in this one, and it's going to go down as as one of those games that we play on repeat, uh, you know, on NFL all the time.
4: Right. Well, it didn't look like Justin Jefferson was going to lose this game no matter what happened. So he he willed this team to the victory. Um, Kirk Cousins fighting off the stigma that he can't win big games. You know, there are people writing him off halfway through this game. And Josh Allen. Josh Allen has turned the ball over down the stretch the last couple games. You know, there's two losses in a row for the Buffalo Bills. Um, so there's going to be a conversation there about, you know, kind of history directory right now. But the Bills dropped the game. You know, that's two in a row. You got to – that means something. And Josh Allen leading the NFL in interceptions. That means something. Um, the Vikings, Patrick Peterson, two interceptions. Um, that defense stepping up in a big way. Um, Justin Jefferson, again. Uh, Dalvin Cook made some huge plays down the stretch. That team, I mean, they proved they can win big games. And Buffalo proved they can lose big games. Another
3: tight loss by the Buffalo Bills. It's kind of been the story since 2021 with this team. They can't win single possession games for the life of them. Um, I think more insane, uh, the stat line that's developing with the Minnesota Vikings this year. I mean, they're 8-1. and one, But five of their wins this year have come with them trailing in the last two and a half seconds of the game, Rich. I mean... They could as easily be, I don't know, three and six as they are eight and one. And, and this team's just figuring out a way to win. And they're, Justin Jefferson is putting this team on his back. 20th game with 100 plus receiving yards, Rich. Most in the first three seasons of anyone in NFL history. What does
4: this guy mean to the Minnesota Vikings? I mean, he means everything. And, and, and in a game, he's playing against Stefan Diggs, who's, who's having his revenge game against the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, he went out there and he outshined him, and and that's nothing against Stephon Diggs. He played a heck of a game himself. Von Miller played a heck of a game, uh, but Kirk Cousins thirty for thirty for fifty three fifty seven, a touchdown, two interceptions. Uh, he handled with that offense. You know, he made some big plays down the stretch, some big throws, and Justin Jefferson that one hand catch uh, that's going to be shown for years going forward. I mean, you can say what you want. They're eight and one. They're leading that division, and they're walking away from the Green Bay Packers.
3: They certainly are. And they're doing it with the balanced attack. You know, Dalvin Cook had a great game, big run. He's playing against his brother, whole family in town. Uh, Patrick Peterson back to his old roots, two picks and you know, soon including a game sealer. This Viking team might be for real. Um, how far can they climb up your power ranks, Rich? Because I know I know they're a team that is just sneaking by win after win. But are they among the top three elite in this league at this point?
4: Oh, yeah, they're definitely among the top three. Um, you can't you can't put them over the Philadelphia Eagles or the Kansas City Chiefs with how they're playing, but you can definitely put them in that three spot.
3: Well, Richard, we saw another doozy. I mean, right before we jumped on air today, we saw another OT thriller, uh, the Dallas Cowboys playing at Green Bay. Green Bay desperately needs a win, and, and they figure out a way to come out on top with a three-point win in OT against the red-hot Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Richard, at least from my vantage point, it looked like Green Bay – tried to establish a new identity with this team They they went away from the past. They, they just handed the ball to Aaron Jones and they say, you go to work and we're going to fill it in on the back end. Aaron Jones or Aaron Rodgers only threw the ball seven times in the first half. I mean, your takeaways from this game it is green Bay back
4: to some degree. No, no, but they, but, but it shows how, how, how incomplete that the Dallas Cowboys are. Um, and that they're not ready for the spotlight. They're not ready for the top five. Um, they showed a lot of holes, you know, Aaron Rodgers played well. Um, but they ran the ball. Uh, Christian Watson, after some very big struggles, played a heck of a game three reception touchdowns, the first rookie with three reception touchdowns since Randy Moss in a game. Um, and he had 100 yards, and that was really cool. Um, Dak Prescott struggled, two interceptions, um, two costly interceptions. Aaron Jones played really well, he played confident. Uh, and they don't they can win like this.
3: You know who didn't struggle again, Rich? Our boy, Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard. 22 rushes, 115 yards, a toddy. I mean, give this man the rock, and maybe maybe something different uh, works out if they give that ball ball to him on a more consistent basis, like they are. But like you said, Rich, I mean, it seems like Dak Prescott uh, has a lot of fault on his shoulders with this game. Uh, they let this one slip away. They had a two two score lead going down the stretch of this game, and just frankly blew it. And Christian Watson, kudos to him, four receptions, 107 yards, three toddies. Could have had a fourth toddy. I mean, he. He got ball lost in the lights or something on that one go route, but right. Richard, this team, you know, it's interesting to see how they adapt because I don't think Rich, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to go down without a fight in this season. But you know, like you said, Rich, it's going to take a heck of a lot more than one game at home to come back. And they they host they host the Titans on Thursday Night Football next week, Rich. We're going to a, a halfway decent game for you to to go down to to Green Bay. I know Green Bay is not your
4: favorite spot in the world, but that could be an interesting matchup. Yeah, it can definitely be an interesting matchup, and they both need a win. Um, Green Bay needs to get closer to five hundred, and and Tennessee just came out with a big win today against the Denver Broncos, who are struggling. They're in kind of a free fall mode. You're you're watching um, them struggle, and they're getting a, they're giving a better pick to the Seattle Seahawks as they struggle. They're not scoring a lot of points, and you know the blame can be everywhere. Russell Wilson was sacked yep. six times, fifty um, percent passing, two hundred eighty six yards. Uh, But Ryan Tannehill was very, was solid, you know, 19 for 36, 255, two touchdowns. Derrick Henry kind of got held in check for the most part. That Denver defense is very stout. Um, Nick Westbrook um, went off. Two tutties, five catches, 119. And then the unknowns making huge plays um, and making, uh, putting a lot of pressure uh, on that Denver offense. Well, Rich, I, it, Tennessee's just
3: a mystery to me. I, I don't know your thoughts on them. We haven't talked a whole lot about them on this podcast all year. I feel like I feel like this might be the first time we've actually talked about them. And they, they're six and three. You know, I mean, they seem to do this every year. You know, they, they've they're firmly in the mix of the AFC South. I mean, they seem to be for the last five years in that mix, and they're doing it with a guy and ran Ryan Tannehill, which I'm sure is a tier three, tier four quarterback in this league. But they're getting it done, Rich, and and it's going to be. You know, they're going to go in and then give a lot of trouble to the Green Bay Packers on Thursday night. I have no doubt.
4: Yeah, they, they run the ball.
1: All-State wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's Pee-wee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.
0: When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on?
1: I've
0: I've lost count.
5: Or, shoot that, shoot that!
3: Make every moment more this Monday night by downloading FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because every Monday, I love picking my favorite props and building a same game parlay, perfect for Monday night football. This Monday, we're taking the Philadelphia Eagles -10 and a half against the in-division rival Washington Commanders, and we're going to go over 43 and a half points. And with FanDuel's new live same game parlays, you can continue building same-game parlays even after the game has started. There's no feeling like nailing a same-game parlay bet. So lock in your bet today on FanDuel. New to FanDuel Sportsbook? Get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 with promo code RS. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official Sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 and up in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bet that expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I know you don't like to talk to them, talk about them, but we have to. I mean, we've talked enough about Justin Fields over the last couple of weeks and the Detroit Lions, my hometown Detroit Lions, went into Chicago and pulled off a win, a miraculous win, a one-point win, 31 to 30. But again, I mean, my biggest takeaway was, was how right in identifying how Chicago was so wrong uh, over this year. And they've seemed to take in your advice and other – Analyst advice, and, and giving Justin Fields the football. I mean, he's becoming a true problem, man. I mean, if Chicago can tie up some other loose ends, they easily win this game. I mean, they were up 14-plus points on numerous occasions of this game, and and they just let it get away. Um, do you see the trajectory of Justin Fields? Do you think that he can be a true star in this league, surrounded yeah, I mean, by
4: the right players? He is a star, and he's playing like a star. You know, I mean, he's ran for 549 yards in the past five games, I think, and that's broke an NFL record for quarterback rushing to football. And he's been efficient with the football. He's got 11 touchdowns, one interception. Uh, it was a causally big six today. You know, he has to fix that. But he's made the the Chicago Bears uh, a very watchable football team and a very competitive football team. And it, it gives their fans hope for the future. They'll still pick early in the draft this year, but you can see what they have uh, with Justin Fields. Oh, no question about that. No question about that. And I don't know what's happening with the Rams. Um, Cooper Cup gets hurt um suddenly matt stafford's not playing all of a sudden that defense disappears uh it's 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 really strange two backup quarterback colt mccoy comes out with a win but it's really a bad look for the the rams with you know the high expectations they had coming into the season um it's not it's not looking great how does
3: this happen i mean how how truly does this happen this is a a a miraculous fall from grace from the rams How, how does this even transpire rich
4: I don't know. I wish I could tell you. I mean, their defense just isn't playing up to par. I mean, they're battling, but offensively, they just don't have answers. They don't have anybody that can can separate outside of Cooper Cup. And eventually that was going to come up back and bite you. You know, last year they got away with it. He had the most targets in the league, the most catches, the most yards, triple crown winner. Um, NFL defense is adjusting. They made the adjustments. And now they have to find out another way to get points on the board.
3: Well, and that injury to Cooper Cup did not look good. I mean, the DB undercut him, um, kind of a sketchy play. I don't know what his prognosis is, but it certainly doesn't look like he's going to be playing uh, next week. Um, Richard, they're at the Saints. I mean, do they possibly lose this game?
4: I mean, they could. You know, the Saints are kind of a – they're a mystery. Um, Week in and week out, you don't – they just lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers, but, you know, they can play well some games. Some games they don't show up, so – um, maybe they played Jameis Winston and they got a, a puncher's chance, um, but it's just a weird year in the National Football League. Honestly, it's a weird year, and uh, the playoffs are probably going to be more weird. It's pro- finally some parity. Uh, there's true parity, and, and
3: tomorrow night's game is going to be one of consistent parity. I mean, we got the LA Chargers going against your San Francisco 49ers. This gives San Fran an opportunity to get right back in the thick of things in that division. Um I know you've been talking about it for the last several weeks. As soon as they get healthy, watch out. You know, they add somebody like CMC. They get Debo coming off an injury. Hopefully he's back. I mean, Brandon Ayuk's got a, had an opportunity these last couple of weeks to be the man, and he's taken the reins and, and ran with it. Uh, George Kittle's come back and played well. Now they're just getting their de- defense back and healthy. Um, I want to hear your thoughts on the future ahead in this season for the 49ers.
4: Well, I mean that uh, everything is right in front of them. They got to play well. They got to win these ball games tonight. Tonight's a big game uh, against the LA Chargers. They have to be able to run the football. LA Chargers are one of the worst defenses against the run, so they have to establish that. Christian McCaffrey has been a godsend for Kyle Shanahan in this offense. They're getting healthy at the right time. And they still don't have Eric Armstead back, which is huge for that defense. But when they get him back, I just don't see them getting beat consistently. Um, but they they they're behind the eight ball. You know they. They don't have a lot of margin for error. They're going to have to fight through on the road in the playoffs, and they're going to have to win these games. What do we have left for us ahead? I know we're going to
3: be getting into power ranks, you know, coming in the middle of this week. But um, I'll let you sign us off here on, on this week's episode, and, and we'll look forward to our guest on Tuesday.
4: Well, I appreciate it. We got, we got some – it's going to be shaking up in the power rankings. The, the Miami Dolphins and, uh, you know, Hefe Jeff Wilson Jr. has changed that team um, in a big way um you didn't think they could get better I don't think a lot of people saw that as a huge move but it's been paying dividends he had 119 today on 17 carries um they're a dangerous team and with the Buffalo Bills kind of in free fall they're making a difference and then the Jets the Jets just just they had a week off and they they had a positive week off you know with with the Buffalo Bills losing you know they're all in the tie for first in this division and that's huge you know nobody expected that coming into the season um Going forward, it's going to be interesting. These teams are going to have to fight. The AFC is much more of a dogfight than anybody expected. I can't wait. Well, so you Richard,
3: go. I mean, you brought it up. And and before we sign off, I, I do want to touch on the Dolphins. They seem to be this, this replicated San Francisco 49ers offense with maybe some more high profile file, uh, receivers uh, with Tyreek Hill and uh, and Jalen Waddell. Um, what is the limit for this team? Are they legitimate AFC title contenders?
4: I mean, the sky's the limit. I mean, they haven't lost many games with Tua starting under center uh, this season, and he's got such a rapport with Waddle and Tyreek, and Jeff Wilson Jr. has added a whole new element. He and Raheem are, you know, a, a two-man punch that um, rivals some of the best in the National Football League right now. I think um, they're, they, they're an opportunistic defense. They brought Bradley Chubb in to shore up that uh that defense line, and uh, it's it's sky's the limit. Well, Richard, that that concludes our
3: Sunday uh, recap. I'll let you sign us off.
4: Well, I appreciate you guys joining us. Hit that subscribe button if you're new. Joe, We'll have a fun guest this Wednesday. Catch us then. Can't wait to see you.